Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hello, chickens. Uh, I think this is the end. <laughs> Warriors of the Deep. I've procrastinated so much. What I've procrastinated, I've just gone off on weird tangents. Um, anyway, uh, the <laughs> on the bridge, the manipulator has regained control of the computer. Yes, that's right. If you up, upturn a chocolate box and fishbowl and fill it with cotton wool and some straws, you can also hack a computer. Um, <laughs> I do love that this craft... <laughs> <laughs> this craft experiment that looks like someone's made in their <laughs> in their downtime, like, um, is just as capable as that freaky Maddox, uh, who was not okay, um, and better than all of the humans. Uh, anyway, the the manipulators regained control. Um, my mum's regained control of the lights because they've all gone down. Uh, it stopped being so bright. Um, the Dr. Tegan and Turlo run past some dying sea devils. The gas is coming out of the vents and everyone's turning into green sludge. Uh, the yellow alert sign with the wonky missile command graphics comes up on the screen. And the sea devils put Vorshak's hand on the panel and he goes, I won't be responsible for the destruction of my own kind. Um, but he's not really resisting. Like, he's got his hand out ready to go before they even grab his arm. <laughs> like, at least ball it up into a fist so they have to pull your fingers out. Like, come on. Um, <laughs> so slow, the sea devils. Uh, Buscapan gets some bottles of the hexachromadoodle and does something with them. Um, and then the red alert sign flashes. Oh, no. And gas starts coming onto the bridge. The doctor runs in with Tegan and Turlo. There's jangly disco music happening, so it must be exciting. Uh, Ikhtar says, disarm them. Uh, and Tegan points out the hexachroma bubble gas is coming in. But Ikhtar says, it doesn't matter. There are millions of Silurians ready to take my place. And the doctor asks, what happens when he dies? He's the last of the ruling triad. Um, Ikhtar says, kill them all. Oh, my God. Just like the Silurians were, you know, quite an intellectual and, uh, you know, well thought out race back when Malcolm Hulk wrote them in the 70s. And now they're excellent. Kill them all. 
Oh, it's the eighties. Um, I know. I shouldn't. I shouldn't be surprised. I I lived through the eighties. I know how it works. <laughs> Um, Iktas says kill them all But all the sea devils are collapsed uh, They're falling all down all over the place And the doctor yells at Booyah to turn off the gas uh, And Iktar demands the missiles are fired Before all the Silurians fall in a mushy heap as well um, The doctor says the missiles are set to fire And there's only 140 on the clock And Vorshak says the computer will burn out the doctor's mind If he tries to do it uh, the doctor tells Tegan to give the Silurians oxygen, and then the doctor gets in the hairdresser helmet um, and gets sapped by electricity. Uh, Turlo's giving oxygen as well. The doctor sinks with a computer. Vorshak isolates the ignition circuit, whatever that means, um, and the doctor nods, uh, and the doctor has to concentrate and burn out the circuit. Uh, a Silurian is waking up, and Turlo and Tegan have a fight with it, and they say, Look out, Commander! And then he looks like he's got some heartburn. Um, and they get a gun off the Silurian. I'm gathering the gun must have gone off. Oh, I don't know. Uh, and then Turlo shoots the Silurian and its armor pops open. Um, like, he just spent ages trying to revive him with oxygen and then shoots him. Uh, the doctor's head goes all electric and zappy. And uh, apparently that stops the missile launch. And then the commander goes over to the main computer and collapses onto a Silurian. And the doctor's a little bit zonked and his eyes are all black. Oh, from, I guess, being burned by the machine um, instead of the manipulator. <laughs> uh, Turlo says the commander's been shot and then points out they're all dead. And the doctor says it should have been another way. Oh, and that's the end. Like, no no denouement. It just stops. There should have been another way. That's, 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 that's it. That finishes. <laughs> Um, there really should have been another way to write this episode. Um, <laughs> like, it's mad, apparently. Uh, so, I've been reading up on it. Um, and apparently, the Merca was not ready, but you, you reckon? Uh, and the director wanted to just get rid of it out of the story. It was just like, oh, let's just not do it. Like, maybe we just shouldn't have the Merca here as a thing. Like, maybe we should just not do the Merca at all. Um, and the producer, John Nathan Turner at the time was like, no, we've spent all this money on it. We're, <laughs> we're going to go for it. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, if that's what you want to do. Um, so yeah, the, I mean, look, if there'd been no Merca, uh, in this story, then there would be no giant scary fin in the Legend of the Sea Devils, uh, that's on next week, which is making us exciting, exciting, excited. <laughs> Making us exciting. I can't speak. It's too early in the morning. Um, so, uh, look, yeah. The Merca was going to nearly not be in it. Also, apparently all the lights on thing was a BBC directive. Um, people had been complaining that the television was too dark. Like, just oh, I can't see what's going on. It's too dark. So, they just insisted all the lights be on all the time. Um, so, that was kind of a thing. Uh, which... Makes sense because, like, in the 70s, like, the lights were off constantly and it was atmospheric and amazing and exciting. Uh, but then you get to the 80s and it's all lights on all the time and it's kind of like I think white walls doesn't help, like, and lights in the walls, like, there's just this too brightly lit, it's annoying. Um, I still don't understand what was happening with. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> with Ingrid Pitt doing karate on the Merca. Like, that was some mad, mad stuff. Um, I don't know how they would have killed her off if they didn't have the Merca. I guess they just would have had a sea devil come around and kill her. Um, but, yeah, the idea of there being no Merca in this show, I'm like, like, little happens anyway. Like, lots of people die and there's a lot of, there are a lot of incidents, but there's no kind of discussion about anything. <laughs> like, it's just... And also, oh my God, hexachromite gas. That only kills reptiles and sea life. <laughs> but why... This is something I don't understand. Why do they use it to to build these places? Like, in... Yeah, anyway. If they're under the water with sea life and reptiles, why? It's... Really not okay. Uh, so, I know, it's it's like <laughs> Chekhov's hexachromite gas. Um, it's, yeah. Uh, look, there's a lot wrong with this. I did love the big stunt at the start. That was fun when the Doctor went in the water. But then I was like, why don't they go back in there? Like, we hear about the sea devils capturing it, but we don't go back in there. I'm like, oh, that's because it was somewhere else and they couldn't afford to go there anymore. Um yeah, like, and underwater shooting, that was exciting. And I'm like, there was so much awesome stuff kind of happening, but then just nothing happened. <laughs> like, I don't understand how so many people can get killed and nothing can happen. Uh, and, you know, just like the original Sea Devil story, there, of course, was some crawling around in uh, ventilation ducts. Why are they always big enough for people to fit through? Like, I... I, the one in my house, like I have a ventilation duct here in this room, um, which is, well, not for ventilation, really, it's air conditioning, but it's very small. Um, like I think the one in the lounge room, you might be able to fit a person in, like the one, the return, you know, where the water, air goes into, so it gets sucked into the um, air conditioner and then gets blown out again. It's also the heater. It's like one big thing. It all It's in the roof. Um, but the one in this room is just a small, narrow thing above the wardrobe area. So, I'm like, yeah, I don't think a person could fit in there. Like, I, I, I worry that in 2084, nothing will be big enough for people to fit in. And all of Doctor Who <laughs> will make no sense. But look, who am I to argue with the human-sized uh, ventilation ducts um, that anyone can climb through? Like, uh, the whole crew could go to in and out of there. Also, no one hears them in there. I still don't understand how the bridge was surrounded, but everyone's managed to still get out. Um, it's Look, it's highly confusing. Uh, but it's very 80s. It's the most 80s story ever. Um, and uh, the... <laughs> <laughs> and the Merca was a pantomime horse. Um, and apparently operated by people who did play a pantomime horse in a show called uh, Rent-A-Ghost, which I don't know anything about. I've never seen. Um, I've only heard about it. But uh, Matt, uh, one of our lovely patrons, uh, tells me that it was a thing. <laughs> British kids watched for years and years and years. And yeah, there was a pantomime horse in the show. And it was... The people inside that pantomime horse were the same people inside the Merca. Uh, because they were there at the BBC and they didn't need extra money. Um, and that's how the BBC works. It's cheap. Uh, Alright, next episode, Peter's recap <laughs> of Warriors of the Deep. Well, this is going to be scary. Even on a budget... Quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.